The motto for 2022 is out with the old, in with the bold. And if you're ready to revamp your career, your relationships, or your money this year, check out Modern Life. It's a new podcast and newsletter from Fidelity Investments with fresh perspectives from people defining success on their own terms and tips to help you do the same. Search Modern Life wherever you find your podcast to follow and subscribe. Keep in mind that investing involves risk. The value of your investment will fluctuate over time and you may gain or lose money. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC, 900 Salem Street, Smithfield, Rhode Island, 02917. Warning, All Things Crime is a true crime production that may contain violent or disturbing material. Viewer or listener discretion is advised. You know, Senzer, like today was the first day of school for my kids. You know, lots and lots of cops and, and sheriff's deputies and other law enforcement officers sent their kids to school right alongside my kids. And they are good people. And they deserve to be treated like good people. They do not deserve what is happening. Let's talk about what's happening right now. Violence, especially in the big cities, is up dramatically. It is insane what is happening. And a lot of this is because of the politicians. And you know, now I, I don't wanna reach too much into the third level of evil because that's where a lot of this is coming from. So let's just talk about the actual violence, okay? Carjackings in Minneapolis. So Minneapolis, you know, the genius level of the city council there, defunded the police. Now, of course, all of these city council people have their own security. And so, you know, it doesn't count for them. They don't suffer the consequences of their own policies, which is just, oh, makes me sick. Talk about cowardice. But these people have defunded the police to the point where people there just feel that they can do whatever they want to do. Well, carjackings up 400%. That is a level of evil that is just, uh, that has to be addressed. And there's not very many people out there that are willing to address it. And our law enforcement are the ones that will. And if you don't support law enforcement in stopping that, then you and I have a problem. You know, but then we start getting into, uh, you know, Germany and during World War II and prior to that. You know, it doesn't get much closer to the third level of evil. You're still in a second level of evil category, but when you're targeting a specific uh, race, the Jews, and targeting them for extermination and blaming all the world's problems on them and targeting them for extermination, Yeah, that is some serious evil right there. And we all know it. Now, again, trying to erase what happened, that that's, that's wrong, too. And uh, you could you could probably even justify calling that evil. Because why, why would anybody want to erase an event where people can learn, and people can uh, not repeat those mistakes. And I, I don't, that part, I don't, I don't really understand. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit here and let's get into what's going on in America, because obviously I'm here in America. I'm living this, uh, firsthand and I'm seeing everything that's going on. 
And so I want to talk about this, uh, you know, some of the slew of problems. I, I don't necessarily want to just focus on what's going on in other parts of the world, because there is plenty of second level evil going on right here in America. We got to talk about it. The first thing that I think is blatantly evil is what is going on at our southern border. Now, I want to preface this and say the plight of the uh, migrants, uh, illegal or, or legal, the migrants that are trying to get into the United States, but their plight is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about, number one, is the mentality that I can just walk into somebody's uh, country and I have the right to do that. You know, that's a problem. Uh, that's kind of more first level evil, but, you know, I understand why they do it. Just a few months ago, I was down in Panama. I was down there with a couple of congressmen, uh, one of them being uh, Congressman Owens, who is uh, my congressman, fantastic guy. And uh, I'm going to do another episode about that. So a little, um, little heads up there. But I've seen when I was down in Panama, I have seen the, the suffering and we were specifically at the Darien Gap. We were at the, on the Panama side of the Darien Gap and at a little village called Baja Chiquito, where that's the first uh, semblance of civilization that people come out when they come out of the jungle. And this, the Darien Gap is basically 60 miles as a crow flies, but the actual hiking is about 100, 120, 130 miles. And this is rough jungle, steep, wet, nasty rivers overflowing, you know, bugs and snakes, the worst type of terrain that you can imagine. So the suffering that these people are undergoing as they're crossing this Darien Gap is absolutely incredible. The draw is our southern border. The draw is all the promises that have been made from people saying, come on in. Now, now we're starting to get into third level evil, so I don't want to do that. But along with the illegal immigration comes the real evil, which is people like cartels, the people that take advantage of that. Now, when I was uh, in Panama, uh, there were a number of people that uh, uh, we talked to that had been robbed. Uh, some of them had been raped. Many of them had seen dead bodies. Uh, and much of that is caused by these cartels. Now, these cartels range from the sex trafficking industry to human trafficking industry, basically slaves, and also like drugs. And these guys are, man, they are next level. For example, heard this story. There were, there were four guys, and I, I can't remember what country they were from, but there were four guys traveling together. And they entered the Darien Gap together. Now, thinking that there were, because there were four men, they would be relatively safe. Well, they were approached by some drug traffickers. They basically said, you guys, we're taking your stuff, including your clothes. And you're going to put these jumpsuits on. You're going to carry these uh, drug bricks through the Darien Gap. And one of the guys said, I'm not taking my clothes off. So the guy takes his pistol out, puts it in his face, and shoots him, kills him. He then turns to the next three, and he says, do I have your attention now? Okay. The level of evil 
that it takes to actually kill a person who's just standing there saying he doesn't want to give up his clothes. That is next level stuff. I know most of you and probably all of you that are listening or watching this cannot comprehend that. And I, frankly, I can't either, but we have to be aware that it exists and it's out there. And many of it, much of it is coming here. And these, these people are, they are exporting their evil into our country. And uh, we have to be aware of it because it's coming here. You know, there's MS-13. I, I don't know if you know how much uh, about this gang. This is just one of many gangs. But these are uh, violent people like most of us cannot comprehend. They have no problem killing somebody. No problem. Uh, in fact, many of them, in order to be uh, uh, allowed into their gang, they have to go kill somebody. So, you know, again, that is second level evil full on. And we, we have to be aware of it. And we cannot hold our heads in the sand and just pretend that this is not happening. If you are appalled by what I'm talking about, then frankly, you need to stand up and you need to do something about it. You know, I, I'm not saying pick up a weapon, but I'm saying become aware of it. Number one, make sure your family is protected. That's, that's your first job. If, it's, if you're a man and you're like, my, like me, your first job is to protect you and provide for your family. Protect, provide, preside. Those are your three functions in life, men. And, and women, you know, you're right alongside. And, uh, you know, whatever your circumstance is, uh, you've got to protect and provide for your family. Second of all, though, is you have to support those that are in your community that are also providing protection for you and for your community. And that, frankly, is law enforcement. I'm Mike Morford, and I've been researching the Zodiac case for years. Zodiac, just the name. It sounds sinister. It inspires fear. The fact that a serial killer would give himself this moniker is disturbing. He would go on to taunt police by sending letters and codes to newspapers for years. And the attacks, they were something else altogether. If you were a young couple in a secluded area, you could easily be a target. And it wasn't just shootings on dark lovers' lanes. Zodiac would even attack with a knife in broad daylight while wearing an executioner-style hood. After a while, Zodiac changed tactics, and even lone cab drivers weren't safe. The Zodiac killer terrorized the San Francisco Bay Area and then vanished, but he left a lot of clues behind along the way. Clues that we're going to examine closely on the new podcast, Zodiac Speaking. New episodes of Zodiac Speaking come out every other Saturday starting March 13, 2021. Subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. There, there's an evil that is out there that, number one, is demonizing our law enforcement officers. Now, if you don't personally know any law enforcement officers, you need to get in your car, drive down to the police station and go meet some. But I, I, I dare say there aren't very many people out there that don't know uh, a sheriff's deputy or a police officer somewhere. I mean, I think most of you know one. And I would bet if you are listening to my voice, that person that you know, male or female, is a good person. That person mows their lawn just like you do. That person 
provides for their family and eats dinner and with their kids and, you know, sends her like today was the first day of school for my kids, you know, lots and lots of cops and, and sheriff's deputies and other law enforcement officers sent their kids to school right alongside my kids. And they are good people and they deserve to be treated like good people. They do not deserve what is happening. Let's talk about what's happening right now. Violence, especially in the big cities, is up dramatically. It is insane what is happening. And a lot of this is because of the politicians. And, you know, now I, I don't want to breach too much into the third level of evil because that's where a lot of this is coming from. So let's just talk about the actual violence, okay? Carjackings in Minneapolis. So Minneapolis, you know, the genius level of the city council there, defunded the police. Now, of course, all of these city council people have their own security. And so, you know, it doesn't count for them. They don't suffer the consequences of their own policies, which is just, oh, it makes me sick. Talk about cowardice. But these people have defunded the police to the point where people there just feel that they can do whatever they want to do. And there's a really high uh, immigration level there. Uh, certain immigrants, I believe most of them are from Somalia. Well, carjackings up 400%. I've seen videos, and I'm sure you have too, where people are just uh, like, I, one video in particular, this lady is um, trying to put her groceries in the back of her minivan. These guys walk up to her, they assault her, and then they just close the minivan door and jump in and drive away. Now, th that is a level of evil that is just, uh, that has to be addressed. And there's not very many people out there that are willing to address it. And our law enforcement are the ones that will. And if you don't support law enforcement in stopping that, then you and I have a problem. So let's, uh, something else in Portland, Portland. Yeah, boy, they have a, a wonderful history in the last 12 months. Murder in Portland is up 800%. Prior to like 2020, you know, the spring of 2020, or even 2019, Portland was an amazing city. I mean, yeah, I was on the uh, kind of the crazy side, in my opinion, you know, the drugs and stuff like that. But as long as you're not hurting somebody else, then to each his own. But when they with impunity are firebombing courthouses and destroying cop cars and attacking police stations. They tried to burn down the police station with the police still in it. That is second level evil. And that is way up there. The crazy thing is a lot of these guys, number one, the, they're not even being arrested. They're not even being, uh, stopped unless they're physically attacking one of the other officers. So they can throw bricks and all that kind of stuff at the buildings and uh, nothing happens. I, I, I know the level of frustration with our law enforcement that they have to stand there and watch that happen is just makes them sick to their stomach. I mean, they, they, for them to be serving in Portland, I'm sure for uh, some of them for decades, and then to just watch the city just be torched like that is, has got to be just stomach churning. And the, the same way a lot of these veterans that served in Afghanistan that are watching the, the entire country fall apart, the same way they feel. Um, you know, imagine building a home with your own hands. 
and then somebody just walks up and puts a torch to it. Well, that's about how these guys feel, I imagine. Oh, here's here's another uh, here's another stat. So in the seventies, New York City was had graffiti everywhere. There were gangs. It was it was violent. Well, Mayor Giuliani came in and he really cleaned that place up. And if you talk to any of uh, my NYPD friends out there, uh, these guys will tell you that the policies that's going on right now, uh, they are headed back to the 70s. And many of the detectives, some of them have been retired, some have appeared on our show before. Um, they are, um, they're sickened by, um, they're just sickened by uh, what's going on there. And um yeah, it's just uh, it's just crazy. So New York City, yeah, murder up over a hundred percent. And the crazy thing is the NYPD was defunded a billion dollars. That's twenty five percent of their budget. They were defunded a billion dollars. Now these guys are struck. Now you know New York City is like eight and a half million people full time, and then. When, you know, enough people coming into the city, I'm sure that blossoms to, uh, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 million people. It takes a pretty, uh, pretty large police agency to cover all of that. And, uh, you know, 40,000 cops or something like that. Well, that takes a big budget. And but to cut 25 percent of that budget at the same time that homicides are going up at the same time around the country, we have 230,000 cold case homicides, which if you think about it, that means there's 230,000 victims, 230,000 potential murderers still walking the streets. So we have that mess and we're defunding the police and violence is going up. And uh, again, the violence in itself is that second level of evil. I kind of, I kind of hinted at it just a little earlier. And it, this is the last thing I want to talk about. But the actual violence against our officers has got to stop. And we as citizens have got to demand that it stop. And the only way we can do that is put pressure on the politicians who are making these policies and enabling the people to you know, conduct this level of evil against our law enforcement officers. Because ultimately, folks, that is going to come back on us. And we cannot have a society where there's nobody, where there's nobody, um, you know, upholding the law. We pay these officers and they volunteer and, and become officers because they want to help secure and uphold the law of their communities. And for us to not support them is just that that's wrong, people. And, you know, we're enabling the uh, the true evil by not doing anything. So that's, uh, that's kind of my call to action for you guys. You know what, we all need to stand up, we all have to, you know, start being more vocal, start uh, supporting your law enforcement, both on social media, on uh, your everyday talk, uh, you know, buy an officer lunch, or buy a bunch of officers lunch, you know, they, I mean, you got to support these guys. But you know, most of the most of the cops that I talk to, they don't want anything other than just walk up and say, hey, thanks. We appreciate you serving. That's all the gratitude that they need. And it makes their day and they want to they want to continue with that. And so I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to get out there. And when you see an officer, 
tell him thanks for serving. Tell him thanks for being there. Let's uh, let's let's recognize this second level of evil because it's all around us. You good men and women that are out there, uh, you've got to stand up because we can't allow this evil to continue. So, all right, guys, that's it for to, for this episode. Hope you're doing well and take care of yourself. Thank you for listening to All Things Crime. We are so grateful for all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this, please give us a positive review so other people can find it as well. Have an amazing All Things Crime Day.